Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's getting closer to midnight. I tried to get closer to you. Hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Lear in the Line. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. How are you? How's your week been? How are you all feeling? So I feel really like, what's the word? Disassociated. I've discovered this thing about myself, guys, where I get utterly and completely obsessed with things like obsessed to the point where it consumes me so this could be um a tv series money heist for example i'm wake up i think about it i think i'm thinking about tokyo i'm thinking about nairobi first thing in the morning i want to put it on i'm I'm, i think i dream of the professor i dream of not like that (laughs) but you know like it consumes me i'm obsessed right and then it ends and I feel this wave of depression and I miss it and I am I feel empty and lost, okay? And then I get over it and I'm obsessed with nothing for a while and then I'll be obsessed with something else. And I've realized I do it in so many different areas, like even food, like I'll try something new and just dis- discover that I really like it and I'm obsessed and I want it every day. Like these Samyang bulldog noodles, if you know, you know. When I first tried them, I was like, whoa, like they're so good. I would wake up in the mornings and think, yes, only about five more hours until I can eat my noodles. Like I get obsessed. And you guys know I've been reading the after book franchise, right? I've got I've got a change of opinion on it, guys, and I really need to just get it off my chest. So the first book, I'm rating it nine out of ten, and it's that is probably a bit too high, and I'll tell you why. It is romanticizing toxic and controlling relationships, and I'll explain why. Harden is oh yeah, I know, I know, like it's sexy, and it's like, oh my god, he loves it so much, he's obsessed with that. Listen. If you know, you know, right, first of all, but someone being that controlling and jealous and violent, like, 
it shouldn't be sexy. And like, listen, when I was a teenager and I read all my fanfics, they were all like this. And I know this was a fanfic, so I really get it. I really do get it. They were all like this. The one I wrote was like it. Like he was this angry, out of control, like messed up guy. And it's like, she's the one to save him. Like all that rubbish, right? But the thing is, when I was first reading the book, I was like, oh God, like it's a little bit toxic and it's a little bit crazy but kind of love it right and then after a while like after the first half of the book as soon as I got to the second half I was a bit like fucking hell like the way she is just you know and like her mum would come in and be like you know this guy isn't good for you and she makes her mum out to be like so out of order and stuff like that but it's like any mum in their right mind who cares about their daughter would have something to say about her going out with a guy like that anyway so in the first book I was I was hooked like I love it it's really really good yeah but it did annoy me a bit how how it was like romanticizing it but then I thought just you're taking it a bit too seriously Leah do you know what I mean you're deepening it a bit much and then I watched the first film and I was so disappointed guys I loved the characters like I think they casted it so well and it really suited it but just the way it was written I was a bit like where is the development in this relationship like it went from we've literally locked eyes twice to like finger me do you know what I mean (laughs) I was like whoa like what the hell is going on like in the book you really got the vibe of like there is definitely a connection there like there is definitely something there and and it built up over a long time but not too long but then in the film it was like you're literally strangers and all of a sudden he's like I want to show you something actually no he's British I want to show you something and like goes to this lake and like fingers her then doesn't finger her but he's actually supposed to finger her in the film in the book whatever sorry spoiler oh my god (laughs) but yeah I won't give away too many spoilers but you know to be honest it's very predictable but I really enjoyed it okay I really enjoyed it and I do really recommend reading them and then I got to the second book and I got about a third of the way through and guys I was I was just a bit bored I was a bit like oh my god like we know where this is going like she's going to forgive him so let's just get on with it because I miss them I miss them together like to be honest like just get back together like I love it you know but yeah and it just it just felt a bit unrealistic like the way the the mums were like arguing in the apartment and stuff I was like okay (laughs) I don't know I don't know I just found it very unpredictable but then again I I remind myself it was a fanfic and they was all so unpredictable but the other thing that I'm so aware of is when you write on Wattpad because like I said I used to write on on Wattpad as well when you write on Wattpad you typically upload a chapter at a time and when I did it I had no idea where I was going with the story. So a lot of it could have been scrapped and didn't have any relevance to the ending and stuff like that. And I found that in this book, um, as I'm reading them, I'm a bit like, you know, I'm, I'm so aware of the fact that none of this was really planned or at least not a lot of it. And it feels so like she's just winging it. Do you know what I mean? But I really loved the 
second and third film. I watched it because I thought, oh, do you know what? Like, I can't get into this book. I can't do it. I just can't do it. And then I, w- I thought, let me just watch the films because, and then I'll decide if I want to continue with the books. And I have decided that I will, so I am continuing with the books. Okay. But the second and third film, because that's all I'm up to at the moment, I would loved it. I love them. Like, don't get me wrong, they're predictable and unrealistic. But like I said, I'm, I love it. I live for that. I'm, I don't care that none of that would ever happen in the real world. I don't care, but I love it. And it, I do feel like in the second and third films, they cut out the parts of the book that made him borderline abusive. Do you know what I mean? And like, they scrapped that and they made him make more sense you know like his emotions made a lot more sense in the second and third films because I feel like when when we were younger and we write these like Wattpad fanfics and we read them we think it's sexy to have this guy that's so possessive and jealous and controls you and doesn't want a man to breathe anywhere near you like we think that's so sexy and then when you grow up and you're an adult you're like no that is so fucked up when a guy is like that so yeah I get it I, I really get it but yeah that I wanted to talk to you guys about it because it's been really consuming me and like I said I've been obsessed I'm obsessed with Tessa and Harden when I tell you I'm obsessed I wake up in the morning wake up in the morning with the sunlight in my eyes is it eyes yeah <laughs> I don't know where that came from anyway I wake up in the morning and it's the first thing on my mind is Tessa and Harden and you know what it is? I need to know if there's anyone else out there like this. It it really, it, I don't think it's good for my mental health that I get this obsessed with things. It absolutely consumes me and all senses and, and fucks with all my senses of reality. It makes me feel so out of touch from the real world. I'm like, uh, like, I don't know. It's something that I know nobody else is feeling and experiencing around me. So I'm like, oh, just I can't tell. I just need to go up in my room and read. I need to go up in my room and watch it. Like, it's it's annoying. I don't know what it is and it consumes me and it happens all the time in my life. The book that I told you guys at uni, I remember when I finished the book, there was no film. Like, it was just, that was the end. And I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't cope with it. I, li- I literally closed the book and I cried. I was so obsessed with the characters and the story. I was so invested. I cried. And I used to read it really slowly and I'd reread pages because I didn't want I didn't want to have to turn it. And I'm, I get obsessed and attached. Isn't that weird? Because it's only with like things that aren't fucking real. <laughs> like it, I don't get like obsessed and attached like to that extent and that level in in my real life, like things that really exist. But like little things like certain things that I eat or something but it's like characters and tv shows and books and I don't know what else but yeah guys there's something wrong with me I get seriously obsessed so stay away from me because I'll be obsessed with you and think about you first thing in the morning but anyway yeah I just really wanted to get off my chest but either way I'm loving it and I cannot wait I'm gonna watch the fourth one when I get into bed tonight, I've not heard good things about the last one, guys. I'll be honest. 
I really haven't, but I'm absolutely loving them. I think they're amazing, especially the films. And I know that's an unpopular opinion. I know I know most people prefer the books, but I just I can't cope with the toxicity in the books. It just feels a bit too much and a bit I don't know. It's just it is crossing the line for me when it comes to control coercive control (laughs) it's giving coercive control (laughs) but anyway guys I hope you're all feeling really good this episode I'm actually really looking forward to because I I was tossing and turning thinking about Tessa and Harden (laughs) thinking about the pod thinking what should I do like what what have we not done in ages and I thought you know what I really enjoy the episodes where we just sit and chat about anything nothing in particular do you know what I mean? So I thought, let's literally just put up a questions box. You can ask me about me. You can ask me about my opinion on something. You can ask me for advice, whatever it is. I've put up a questions box and we are just going to literally chat for the next however long. So I'm really looking forward to it. And I hope you are too. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. I appreciate that so much. And let's get into the episode. Thank you so much for listening to Leah on the Line. Head to leahontheline.com to send in your dilemmas and confessions. Remember to follow on socials to see visual clips and get involved with the weekly debates. Enjoy the episode. Love you. Okay, everybody. So I'm going to kick it off with this one. It says, random but do you believe that dreams have meanings? I love searching dream meanings. So I'm not one of them people that will have a dream and then wake up and search what it means. I don't think I've ever done that. But you made me feel like I kind of want to start doing it because I know that like there's some, I don't know if they're myths or, but either way, there's some tales out there that apparently certain dreams mean certain things. So I always heard that your teeth, you know, everybody, not everybody, but so many people have dreams of your teeth falling out. Yeah. I heard that that meant you were scared of getting old, but Jamie heard that it meant you were self-conscious. So I don't know how true that is, but yeah, I always heard that it meant you were scared of getting old. And then also, something I, I realized on just through chatting to you guys on TikTok is I'm not alone in the sen- in the sense, in the fact, I don't know, that I have a reoccurring dream or nightmare, should I say, of a tsunami. And it is a real genuine fear. Should I Google what that means? Tsunami dream meaning. Okay. Um, it might be a deadline at work, marriage. Oh, it can occur due to pressure in life. It might be a deadline at work, marriage, or moving to a new level. It's not uncommon to feel disorientated after a dream. Well, yeah, but... Okay, enormous waves represent big problems and emotional anguish in everyday life. As a result, the waves in your dream are a representation of your current situation. It can be rough, peaceful, or filthy. Filthy? <laughs> If you have imagined yourself alone in the ocean, it suggests you've begun to explore your subconscious thoughts. Okay, but then this page says it it represents great transformation. Okay. Powerful emotions, overwhelming situation, a sense of being out of control. See, I think it means I've got a fear of a tsunami. (laughs) And I, I do. I really do. Listen, tell me I'm not alone. I've probably said this on the pod before. I can't remember if it was just on TikTok or if we spoke about it on here. But I am, again, obsessed with the idea. 
Oh my God. That's so interesting, actually, because when I went to counselling about my health anxiety, she said it sounds like OCD. She didn't like diagnose me, but she said like, you know, you could be dealing with a bit of OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, because I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> Maybe I just um, get obsessed with everything. Anyway, I'm obsessed with this fear of tsunamis as well to the point where when I'm booking a holiday yeah and I'm looking through the gallery oh look at that beautiful room oh beautiful shower beautiful lovely bar lovely lovely buffet restaurant boom we're at the rooftop I can see palm trees and the ocean in the distance automatically my brain can see them palm trees going doof 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 one at a time falling down falling down the wave is flying towards the hotel you're dead that is literally all I see when I look at hotels online. When I'm out on holiday, like we when we was in Tenerife, just gone, it was really windy in the evening. So, so fucking windy. I don't think I've ever experienced wind like that. And it was warm, so it's, it's weird. And you're sat, we, we were sat by the beach and the wind is so crazy to the point where like all the places are outside like they normally are on the beach and all the staff are like pulling down all these things like trying to stop the wind all I could think was tsunami incoming like I could literally hear the I could hear it and I'm I have this awful fear of tsunamis um anyway anyway my mum always used to have a reoccurring nightmare of a tsunami as well how interesting. So anyway, I made a TikTok about it and loads of people were like, oh my God, I always used to have this dream. Have I ever spoken about Alice in Wonderland? Yeah, I have. Not that long ago, actually. And loads of you were talking about it. Alice in Wonderland syndrome. It's basically, to anybody that hasn't listened to that episode, it's basically something me, my sister, my mum and her sister have, my auntie, shout out. We all have it, but we don't really get it anymore. It's you, you experience it more as a child, typically. Everything is just, dis, what's the word? oh fuck it happens to me a lot where I can't think of things basically things are just fucked like (laughs) really good vocabulary things are just fucked like you either feel tiny like this tiny tiny little bean and everything's crushing you or you feel like this giant you're like a huge giant or you feel like everything's in slow motion or you feel like everything's sped up really really fast and you know it's not you know you're not a giant and stuff anyway we discovered that it's a genetic thing and um, I searched for years what this was and then I found this thing called Alice in Wonderland syndrome which it is that and I spoke about it on here before and quite a few of you were like I've never in my life heard anybody else talk about Alice in Wonderland syndrome never in my life met anybody else that's got it and neither have I apart from my own family anyway so do I believe there's meaning behind dreams <laughs> what was going on with me oh I'm really stuffy one sec oh sorry um I don't to be honest it's it's interesting that I'm gonna say no because I believe in so much I believe in the spirit world I believe in tarot I believe in I don't I'm very spiritual I'm very spiritual so to say I, I don't think there's a meaning behind dreams doesn't really make sense but yeah I don't know I'm not sure dreams fucking freak me out the more I deep dreams the more it freaks me out like like, what do you mean I've just experienced oh do you know what else I want to say about dreams you know how we've discussed before how not everybody has an internal monologue like some some people fucking crazy people they can just not think like 
they when they do think there is no voice in their head they don't hear a voice thinking whereas I hear my voice my own voice I don't know I don't know it's it's not clear enough to have a sound in my head wait let me think do you know what I just did in my head that's so weird in my head I went do I have a sound in my own head then (laughs) let me have a let me have a chat with her one sec yeah that sounds like me she sounds just like me (laughs) I'm okay seriously I'm okay but anyway there are people out there where the voice and you don't have a voice in your head yeah I have no idea where I'm going with this (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah so what I was gonna say is you know when you dream you don't hear a voice in your head and that's the only way I can understand or imagine what it must be like to be one of those people where there isn't a voice in your head like there isn't a voice in your head in your dream is there there can't be a voice in your head in the head in your head (laughs) what there can't be a voice in the head in the head in your head wait there can't be a voice in the head in your head that's it I don't need to add another head right anyway so yeah uh, do you know what I'm literally just gonna ask another question let's lighten it up a bit sleeping with people at work right or wrong sleeping with people at work do you know what I don't think it's a matter of right or wrong I think well to be fair it depends where you work if you work in somewhere corporate probably wrong if you work somewhere like hospitality maybe you're a waitress bartender whatever it's you know it's whatever like fuck around you know what I mean I don't know about whether it's right or wrong but I feel like professional professional or unprofessional appropriate inappropriate is the question my opinion is do what you fucking want to be honest like if you want to sleep someone at work I think you should go for it as long as you're both single you know and you want to sleep together you should sleep together okay (laughs) if you get sacked that's your fault not mine okay (laughs) biggest beauty slash makeup tips okay my biggest beauty tips are do things that are high maintenance that help you stay low maintenance. For example, lash serum. I cannot recommend a lash serum enough. Rapid lash is my go-to um, with the rapid brow as well. I love the rapid brow. Okay. And then a lash tin. I like the eyelore one and a brow tint. Again, eyelore one. Brilliant. A face tan, you cannot go wrong. Let me let me name you a couple of good ones. I really like the Bondi Sands face tan. The I think it's called the Express face tan. The Saint-Tropez mitts is amazing and it smells so good. And I recently started using the Forever Sundays sculpt stick or contour stick. Can't think what it's called. Incredible. And I switch between those three all the time. So it means that when you wake up in the morning, you've got nice lashes, nice brows, and you look healthy because you've got a nice healthy glow. So especially if you're uh, a fake black hair slash brunette hair girly like me, um, you can look ill sometimes if you know you know. Like if you dye your if you dye your hair really dark like me and you're not naturally dark, it can really wash you out. So I, I like to keep topped up on my face tan um what else always prep your skin before your makeup the the way you prep your skin is going to change the way your makeup looks so my morning skincare might be I always wash my face actually this is another tip while we're here every single morning for about 10 years maybe more because I've done it since like 
year eight or nine, I wash my face with ice cold water every single morning. Sometimes I'll just do like, I'll make a cup of water in my hands and rub and like wash it over my face. Or other times I will literally put the cold tap on ice cold on blast and just hold my face under it. And I love how it feels like it's just deep puffing my face. It brings, it starts the blood flow going. It wakes you up. It makes your eyes feel clean rather than all gunky in the mornings. Yeah, I do that every single morning without fail, no matter where I am. Um, so yeah, my skincare when I'm prepping for my makeup, always cleanse. So just to get rid of that extra bit of texture. If you have texture on your nose or just T-zone in general, because I, I get a lot of texture on my nose sometimes. Ever since I started to put a bit a bit of Paula's Choice BHA toner just on my nose, it looks so much better. That fucking shit breaks me out everywhere else. But on my nose... I'm good with it. I stick to my skin and me on my face and I use the Paula's Choice just on my nose in the mornings and my texture is so much better. A thick, nice thick layer of moisturizer but of course it depends on your skin type. Um, Maybe a little bit of set and spray on the base just to add a bit of moisture, help everything blend together. Yeah, they're my beauty tips, babes. Um, What is your biggest regret? Do I have a major regret? Hmm. I really don't know because I try in life to never have regrets. I I have guilt. I have guilt like the way that I handled like my first ever breakup. I have guilt for Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Or 
I can't bear the thought of like ever hurting someone's feelings and I know somebody was hurt and I can't deal with it even though unfortunately that is just a breakup so people people get hurt sometimes but yeah I have guilt but I don't think I have regret to be honest to be but then does that make me sound really whatever the word is like sure we've all got regrets you know but then I I, I don't know I'm one of the people I think what's the point in regret what is the point it's such a waste of an emotion you can live and you can learn but um what else have we got what form of contraception do you use i'm trying to come off of the hormonal pill so i am currently free from hormonal contraceptions and i me and babes we just use condoms to be honest girly pups like I, as you guys know, I'm in the midst of trying to understand what is going on in my body. So I am hormone free, sorry, contraceptive hormone free, hormone contraceptive free, hormonal contraceptive free. I don't know. Basically, I don't take hormone, hormone. You know what I'm trying to fucking say. I don't need to say it anymore. Leah, just shut up. What's wrong with you? So yeah, I'm not on the pill. I'm not on the coil. I don't, I don't have the coil. Sorry. But yeah, I, it's a process. It's a journey. I will keep you all updated with that one. When do you see yourself having babies? If you want them, of course. Um, To be honest, kind of on this topic, really, I don't know how easy it's going to be for me. Obviously, I have polycystic ovaries so we know there's complications with that anyway um but you know a lot of doctors have said it's just going to be a case of trying to time it because obviously I don't get frequent periods but I get periods I think me and my sister worked out that I get about eight eight periods a year which is still quite a lot for someone with polycystic ovaries because some there's some women that don't get them at all or some people that get like one a year. So yeah, I think I'm hoping it is going to be a possibility for me. I don't know how easy it's going to be. But um, when is something I cannot answer. I have no idea. Will you do musical theatre again, even just for fun rather than a job? I would love to. I miss it so much. But I feel so... I don't know. I, I definitely fell out of love with it for a while. And I didn't... I didn't associate myself with that community like I didn't feel like I was like them and I I didn't feel the same as them like people would get an audition and put their they would lose sleep over trying to get their sides down and and learn the song and you know people would would work so hard and I just didn't have it and it it wasn't that I I don't have work ethic it's just that I didn't I didn't think I loved it enough in the end which is really sad I didn't want it enough but then I can't figure out if it's that I didn't want it enough or that it caused me so much stress and emotional exhaustion that that was that's why I didn't want to put all my time into it in the end because it was it was draining me do you know what I mean so I don't know like put it this way right when you get an audition you work in some random job just to get you by right you're living in London because that's where it all is and then you your your agent sends you a message audition tomorrow 10am you think fuck okay 
you go to your manager I'm so sorry I can't work tomorrow I've got an audition come through you battle back and forth okay you can have the day off you know best case scenario you might get three days but there are a lot of last last minute auditions okay here's here's what you need to prepare two contrasting songs um the first bit of the audition we're gonna do choreography right we're gonna dance bring these shoes bring these shoes bring this and you're like okay you bring your songbook, you bring your audition book, you bring your CV with your headshot, you get there, you hi, Leah Levain, blah, 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 yep, you get your number, whatever it is, and then you sit and you wait to be called in, you might go in first in a group and do all your choreography, sometimes, also, by the way, it, you might need to go and buy something to to wear because the character you you want to dress appropriate for it you don't you don't dress in a costume but like you know say you're auditioning for mean girls you might want to wear something pink right but you don't know, got anything pink so you go and buy something pink yeah you need some heels whatever well to be fair every actor will have their pair of audition heels their go-to audition heels <laughs> luckily mine were pink but anyway so then you've spent your money on your heels or your new top or your new dress or your flats, whatever. And then you've spent your money on your train or your Uber, wherever. And then you've took the day off work. So you've lost more money there. And then you get there, right? You've done your CV, everything. You've been called in. You're doing your dance. You learn it. It's, it's difficult, but you're getting it. It's stressful. It's all right. And then you, you're making friends there. Hey, oh, what, what? and people are going to you what drama school did you go to? And I'm like, oh, I didn't go to drama school. And they're like, oh, <laughs> no way. And then you're just like, yep. And they're like, oh, I, I went to Mountview. Oh, I went to here. Blah, blah. And it's like, okay. And then you do your dance, you get cut, people get cut. And then if you're lucky, you go through and then they want to hear you sing. Sometimes it's the other way around, singing first. And then you walk in the room and they'll say, what have you prepared? And you'll say, I've got this from this show. And they're like, okay, have you got anything else? Or they might go, can we hear it? Blah, blah, blah. You sing and they go, okay, and what's your second song? You tell them, blah, blah, blah. Can, yeah, can we hear it? Yeah, of course. You sing it. You, you, Sorry, you go over to the pianist. You explain, start here, end here, jump to there, whatever. And then you sing and then it's, thank you so much. And then you're just, okay, <laughs> thank you. Have a good day. See ya. You leave. You are exhausted, right? You get back on your tube. You go home. You're either going to get a call from your agent saying, you've got a recall, it's tomorrow. You come in tomorrow, you've got more dancing, more singing to do. They've given you these songs to prepare. They want to hear you sing these songs tomorrow. You're like, fucking hell. Or you don't get it and that was for nothing, but good experience, right? Most of the time. <laughs> anyway, you get your recall, you go through, you do the same thing but there's less people there. You're dancing, you're singing, you're singing the songs that they've asked you to prepare. So you stayed up late last night learning the songs, you had to get another day off work, blah, 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 blah. You go in, you sing, you dance, and it's, yep, we want you to do the next round. And you keep going, you keep going, or, you know, you get cut. And then eventually it's, thank you so much for your time. And that's it. And it's the end of your auditions and you didn't get it. And there, I don't know, for me, there are only so many times I could do that before it just felt like n I was never going to get another outcome. I was never going to get a, 
you got the part, you know, like you get so close and I know it's part of it. I know I was so prepared for that and I didn't care at first. I was like, that was fun. It was amazing. It was so nice. You know, like I added a new song to my audition book and, you know, I learned a new style of dance and I met new friends and it was really, really fun and I'm expanding my audition wardrobe and you take, you take something from every audition. But then for me, in the end, I just felt like when I'd get an audition through, it's like, it didn't say, you've got a meeting tomorrow with this person for this role in this show. It said, hey, be prepared to be exhausted for the next however many days, sometimes weeks, while she go through an audition process just to not get the fucking role. And that's how my mentality ended up in the end. And I'm, and I knew that's not the right mentality to have. And I don't deserve to be walking in them doors if that's, if that's how I feel. So... I stopped going and I I didn't I didn't want I didn't want to audition anymore so yeah but the thing is it's difficult because I really miss it I really miss singing and you know what more so which is so funny because I haven't really felt like this until now I really miss acting and playing characters and and like experiencing different emotions and experimenting different feelings and stuff like I really miss it like so much and I I would love more than anything to do that again it's just that I struggled with the process of of being in something I struggled with that part of it which is a shame but maybe it just means I wasn't cut out for that I I didn't have thick enough skin who knows but you never know um if you had to stereotype yourself into a high school clique or group what would it be that's such a difficult one because I do you know what? I definitely consider myself to be quite different. No, ew, ew. I don't mean that in terms of like, I'm not like other girls. Like, I don't mean it like that. And it's not a good thing. I find it really hard to connect with people. So I don't know. I don't think I'd be in a clique. I think I'd probably have my group of two, maybe one, and it would just be us. But if you, you to be fair, you said if I had to stereotype myself into a high school clique, what would it be? So I can't use a cop-out answer. To be honest, maybe like the drama kids, to be fair, the music kids. Yeah. What's your fave thing to do for an at-home date night? P.S. Love you and your pod. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you. So me and Jamie did the paint and pass the other day. I think I mentioned that recently in the last episode where we started and we, and we paint for 10 minutes and then we swap and then he paints on my picture and I paint on his picture and then we swap. That was such a fun day. We also had a games date night where we played like frustration, kind of weird to play that with two people, but it was fun. Um, yeah, I think those at home date night, you said to be fair, I was going to say those dates where you stay in, but you, that's literally what you're asking me. Sorry. <laughs> um, cooking a really nice dinner together. Cooking together is really nice, but then also doesn't hurt to, to be wined and dined now, does it? <laughs> I think it's really sweet, like cooking a three course meal, like maybe you can do the starter and dessert. They can do the main or vice versa. I think that's a really sweet idea. Um, um, oh, we love to do our massage nights. Like we do facial massages. So we'll have something on the telly where you don't need to watch it. So you can shut your eyes like friends and lay down and get all my facial tools out. Cause I've got a lot 
some of them vibrate, some of them don't, and they're just the nicest tools. We get all the facial oils out, a little rose hip oil, put it on each other's face one at a time, and just give each other a massage with the gua sha, a little draining, you know, lymphatic drainage, lymphatic, I don't know how you say that, but yeah, that's my recommendations. Um, can we please organize a meetup in 2024? Honestly, I would love us all to get together. I just, I wouldn't know where to start or where to go or how to arrange it. So if anyone has any ideas, hit me up in the DM. Um, thoughts dating someone who's just come out of a relationship. How do you feel about that? I definitely think it depends on how the relationship ended. Did they mentally check out before they physically checked out? How did you meet? What? what are their intentions, who ended it with who, it definitely depends but 100% there are scenarios where you can meet someone immediately after being single and although it doesn't feel like convenient timing, things just align the way they're supposed to, you know. Um, What else do we have? What's your best, funniest memory from your single days? Did you do anything wild? I'm not really a wild gal. <laughs> But when I was 22, I was single at 22 and that was probably my wild year where I just did things I wanted to have done before I died. (laughs) And part of me wants to just go right out and say the things I did but then the other part of me thinks keep some things to yourself Leah, fucking hell. So I won't you know, ticking anything off the bucket list before I met the love of my life, which, you know, I hoped would have been one day soon. So I thought, right, whilst the single days are here, I'm gonna live it up. So I didn't really live it up that crazy. I wasn't exactly, I didn't go clubbing to like go out and I've still to this day never had a one night stand. It's never really been something I wanted to do. So yeah, just that on its own proves I wasn't that wild um let's end it on this one the thing you're most looking forward to in 2024 I think for me the new year always feels fresh and it feels like any mistakes you made any regrets anything you wish had gone differently or whatever we can let it all go and leave it behind and start a whole new chapter not a whole new chapter a whole new book each month is a chapter but this is a whole new book it is blank the pages are blank it is untouched no one has written in this book no one has touched this book and it's yours to write and that's what I feel excited about every year so honestly I'm excited for the unknown I'm excited for what is to come I'm excited to talk to 2025 Leah January Leah and say how was it you know and I'm excited about the fact that we don't know how it's going to be yet and the apprehension behind all the incredible things that could be approaching me and all of you guys that we have no idea are coming and how amazing is that that they're so amazing all these amazing things are coming our way we don't we don't well and we don't even know it I really do struggle to speak sometimes anyway thank you so much for sending those questions I absolutely loved chatting with you all today 
I really enjoyed it. Well, to be fair, I say that every week. Like, I like I'm shocked that I enjoyed chatting with you. I enjoy this. Like, I literally love. I love our podcast chats. I love our chats. They're the best. But thank you guys so much for listening, sending in your questions, just sitting here and chatting with me today. Please stay for the outro, and let's wrap up the episode. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciated you all tuning in with me today. I hope you all have an amazing weekend, whatever it is that you're getting up to. Send in any dilemmas that you have, leahontheline.com. Of course, I'm here to help you guys as much as I can. And I'll speak to you on Tuesday for a brand new episode. All right. I love you. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.